1: Here's what you need to know from Sunday's action around the NFL next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Adam Azer for a quick recap of week 7 of the NFL season. And typically we do winners and losers on this Sunday night, Monday morning episode, but I'm not sure we're going to have time for that. We'll probably have time for it, but you know, we've got a lot of injuries to deal with coming out of week 7 on Sunday. and. We'll start with some really unfortunate news out of New York as Brees Hall has an ACL injury and the team fears that it is a season ender. This is just really, really just bad news, bad timing for Brees Hall, who was breaking out looking like a, I mean, really like a Jonathan Taylor-esque uh, talent and then p- potentially someone with more upside than Jonathan cool. Taylor with the way the Jets use him in the passing game. You know, I was talking to... um Adi Joseph, who's in charge of editorial at CBS Sports earlier today, and right after Brees Hall's 62-yard run, he kind of messaged me on Slack and said, is he the number one pick next year? And I was like, well, that's a, that's probably an overreaction, but he might have been the number one running back in Dynasty. And now, well, we might not see him for the start of next season given the way we've seen recoveries from ACLs go. Certainly, you can't count on him for week one of next year. But Adam, what do you expect from Michael Carter in Brees Hall's absence? <laughs>
0: 62% rostered I believe he needs to be a yep. 100% rostered. Um I expect uh, you know RB2 a little bit frustrating but definitely somebody you want on your team. I guess I would compare him a little bit to Jeff Wilson. I think the, he'll, they'll go about the production a little bit differently but yep. not immune to a bad game but certainly could, can give you a good game. This going to change things for the Jets. I think I don't think they're going to be as good. He's a no. player. They're going to lose more. They're going to throw more. It's actually could help Garrett Wilson. Maybe Michael Carter gets some catches as well. Um, not really a big thing for Zach Wilson typically, but you know, he's, he's the only guy now, I think uh, for the most part, I mean, they got Ty Johnson involved, whatever, but you know, I I would say kind of like Jeff Wilson, you absolutely have to roster him. He's going to be a guy you can start most weeks, but certainly he's not going to be anything close to Brees Hall.
1: Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate for the Jets offense, which I mean, their, their lack of faith in Zach Wilson, I think is, is pretty Startling. They they had two different fourth and ones, one from the twenty-two and one from the sixteen yard line for the Broncos. They opted to kick a field goal in both scenarios. They're four and two. They keep winning, but yeah, I think this offense could be in for some really Five rough times. Five and two, excuse me. I'm <laughs> sorry. Didn't didn't mean to undersell. Yeah. That's uh, right. the, the second best New York football that's team. That's right. Uh and one other thing for the Jets is Corey Davis left with a knee injury. And that, yeah. that's worth noting just because, you know, obviously Elijah Moore had his uh trade request this week. He was inactive. A lot of that was about his lack of role. Maybe Corey Davis being out if he misses some time, could get Elijah Moore back on the field and you know, more pass heavy situations, more opportunities. Don't necessarily drop Elijah Moore yet, is all I'm saying. And another big injury from Sunday, DK Metcalf left with a knee injury. We haven't gotten any details on that one, except that Pete Carroll said that X-rays came back negative. I think MRIs are usually more of the concern there. So we'll see what that is. But the fact that we haven't gotten any big negative news so far, I guess is a, is a good sign, hopefully. But is there anybody in the Seattle offense that you would expect to step up if DK Metcalf misses time? No, not
0: really. You know, I'm not going to buy into Marquise Goodwin or Will Will Disley <laughs> or anything. I'm just going to say start Tyler Lockett. And it does not, it, it does hurt Geno Smith. Cause I think let's say he misses one game. Let's just take it week by week. You know, they got the giants. The giants cannot stop the run at all. So I think yeah. it's a big Ken Walker game and, and a Lockett game. And it, it makes things interesting for Geno Smith, you know, makes him less, I'd say less than a must start.
1: Yeah. Uh, we also had Mike Williams leaving with an ankle injury. He was spotted in crutches after the game. However, the Chargers do have a bye in week eight, so hopefully he'll be able to get healthy. Although, you know, as we saw with, uh, you know, DJ Chark with the Lions, you know, he suffered an ankle injury before their bye and ended up going on IR. Not saying that's what's going to happen with Mike Williams, but just to say that, you know, this could be something that lingers past the bye. Um, Monra St. Brown left with a concussion. Alan Lazard with a shoulder injury. Chuba Hubbard had an ankle injury. It doesn't sound like that's too serious. David Njoku uh, also left with an ankle injury. He was on crutches after the game. He says he's okay, but obviously that'll be something to watch. He's been, you know, one of the better tight ends in fantasy. So that's a concern. And Adam, we do have a little bit of time. So why don't you go ahead and give me one winner and one loser. Yeah. sevens action on
0: Sunday. Oh, man. Travis Etienne could be the next not quite Brees Hall, but uh, he's yeah.
1: you know what? Forget it. He could be. He could
0: be that good. I mean, he was a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is super explosive. He just has bad hands he's fumbling a little bit. He's dropping <laughs> the ball. But man, he he could all right. He won't be as good as Brees Hall, but he could be a total star. I mean,
1: another top twelve net. upside.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And James Robinson did not have a carry. I will say that James Robinson was in near the goal line for a couple plays, so that could be a little frustrating. But and there there was a
1: weird run. quote from their coach that like we wanted we want to use James Robinson when he's hundred percent. I haven't seen any kind of injury there, but that was. That was one thing I noticed. You know, I don't know if there's anything there, but that was the explanation offered for Robinson's yeah. limited role. Little heads up would have been nice. And Tom,
0: <laughs> Tom Brady is a is the loser. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just don't even know what to say at this point. I, I to be honest with you, if if they catch the sixty four yard touchdown catch on the opening drive, you know, Mike Evans dropped an easy one. Yeah. It's a much different game, and that play alone would have given him about 20 fantasy points I think. So, you know, that would have been okay. But obviously things are just not right for for Tampa Bay and um I I think he's I don't think he can be considered a must start right now even though he's throwing 40 plus times. This is five straight games with 42 or more pass attempts, so I don't want to completely get away from Brady. I would even consider calling him a buy low because I still trust that he's Tom Brady. But obviously, it's getting a little concerning.
1: Yeah, I mean, he has multiple touchdowns in just one of the first seven games. I believe that's the worst stretch since at least 2019, that year, that last season with the Patriots, where, you know, some people, myself included, thought he might have been finished. So, you know, it's a little concerning. He was missing high and long a lot in this game, which was, you know, I guess if you're concerned about a lack of arm strength, you would hope that he's missing short and not long i don't know I, i'm not too worried i think they'll figure it out there were some weird things in 2020 with him and mike evans not being on the same page i saw some of that today but overall i, I think tom brady's still definitely a top 12 quarterback also there just aren't that many good quarterbacks so that kind of makes it hard to go away from him that's going to do it for f15 five on sunday night slash monday morning we'll be back tomorrow with some waiver wire targets we'll see you then